Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say... Goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters, and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what? I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And we like to talk a lot about serums with you, the people listening. So please do call us or text us at 781-591-0390. You can also email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash forever 35 podcast. It's always bumping over there. Uh, there's also a ton of spinoff groups and you can join our sister podcast. G thanks just bought it Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash G thanks. And I also want to put in a plug for the newly resurrected forever 35 subreddit. Yes, indeedy, which is <laughs> sorry, yes, indeedy. It is at reddit.com slash r slash forever 35. And, you know, there are some conversations happening over there. Oh, so, you went and checked it out? 
Oh, I sure did. Ooh, okay. That's very exciting. I commented. Wow. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) You are cool. Uh, um, Just a reminder, too, if you you enjoy this here show, we do appreciate a review on Apple Podcasts. We also appreciate it when you tell a friend. And we sure do appreciate it when you mention us on social media. And just a reminder that everything we mentioned on the show is always on our website, forever35podcast.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at forever35podcast and on Twitter at forever35pod. You know, I was like really chuffed. I think that's the right word to discover that there's a Forever 35 Cats Facebook group. Ooh, are you in it? I'm not. I it was just like, uh, oh my god, someone made that. I just kind of blew my mind. I, I I need to do like a peruse of all the subgroups. But someone was like, over in Forever Thirty Five Cats dot dot dot. And I was like, what? Oh because my gosh. it's also Forever Thirty Five Pets, right? Yes. Wait. I, let me get this right. And make sure I didn't dream that there is Forever. What if I dreamt this? That what would if be I Forever Thirty Five. Amazing. Cats? <laughs> Wait a second, Dory. I might have dreamt it. I don't see Forever no. Thirty Five Cats. Maybe it was Shut pets. up. What? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Maybe maybe I was thinking of pets. Forever 35 pets. I think that might be what I was... I swear someone said Well, Forever now someone pets. will have to start Forever 35 cats. Did I dream about the podcast? Oh, there is. It's real. Forever 35 cats. A Forever 35 subgroup about cats and cat content. 365 members. Wow. Hello to my people. That's amazing. Ah, I just love it. Okay, that made me so happy. Forever 35 cats. Forever I see you. Cats. Meow. Here we are. Shout Meow. out to you. <laughs> oh, gosh. We just um, finished dinner in my house, story, and I made the rigatoni. Not the rigatoni. Rigatoni. Yeah, rigatoni. Yeah. Suggested last week, and it was quite tasty. It's quite good, isn't it? Yeah, I thought it was good. It was yeah. a good vegetarian, you know, I'm trying to do more meatless meals. Um, and I made a beautiful green salad. Per- yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a heavy dish. It, is very, it was very heavy. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was tasty. It was quite a nice meal for this evening. I had a little glass of red wine to go with it. Mm. You know. Love that. You got to find the joy where you can. Yeah, seriously. Well, I'm glad it was a hit. Yeah, even one of my kids was like, this is good, which is a very rare compliment for food. So <laughs> you should <sighs> should be pleased. I feel like, it. yeah, it's like, it's a crowd pleaser. Like, how can you go wrong with the ingredients? It's like well, pasta, tomato, paste, and heavy cream. <laughs> some vodka. Some vodka. Onions. Garlic. Yeah, garlic. Olive oil. That's it. And olive oil. It's truly, it's truly delectable. Truly like the finest, the finest ingredients, all my favorite things. Yeah. Well, what was funny is the night that I made it, I was like, oh, I have everything already in the house. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do with heavy cream? I forget why we had heavy cream. I, I had I had bought some initially a few months ago when I was taking when I took a couple classes with Molly Wilk, mm. the pastry chef in Versailles, and then Matt had bought heavy cream. I think he was making um, another pasta dish. I think he was making the cacio e pepe, 
or something else that called for heavy cream or alf maybe it was making an alfredo i don't i don't totally remember but yeah we had some heavy cream in the fridge so i was like oh well this is serendipitous yeah i mean i'll drink heavy cream in my coffee so i buy it for something like this and then i just use it until mm. it runs out and of course what a i like treat it is like a treat and i take like a then I rip open the container and I scoop out all the like clumpy. Yum. You know, I really, I, it's like you when you eat all parts of the animal. Totally. But I do that with heavy cream. Yes. I'm, I'm right there with you. Well, thank sort you. of. I mean, I haven't done that, but I, but I, I get it. You get like licking the inside of a heavy cream container. Oh, yes. Totally. Right? I fully do. Especially in the middle of a pandemic. I mean, all bets are off. All bets are honestly. off. Honestly. My family is going to find me on the floor of the kitchen just like eating a carton of heavy cream. Oh, that's... Eating that the sounds, box. I mean, that sounds great, honestly. Congratulations are due to you. Well, you, you know what, Kate? Thank yes. you. <laughs> you accomplished a big work milestone by turning in your book manuscript. I did. I did that today. The the final extended deadline for my book. It's it's book length, which is an accomplishment because it's important for a book. If it's important for a book, as of two months ago, it was not book length. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I need more words. <laughs> Where are these words going to come from? Um, and yeah, and I'm feeling better about it than I have in a while. I was, I, I really was like struggling with it a few months ago and then it kind of all clicked and, um, I'm just hoping my editor also feels that way. <laughs> she could read that and be like, um, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't That's know. Okay. That's okay. That's the process of any That is the process. Of- project like this. Yes, but it do, it feels really good to just have it done because it's really been consuming my life for quite some time and I feel like by extension consuming your life because I keep being like it's not done. I need to like not be able to do various things for another 3 months and you've been like okay, which is amazing. Uh, listen, we have a very symbiotic work relationship. And I'm sure there's going to come a time where I'm going to be the one on a on a deadline. In fact, I know there is. So just, you know, prepare yourself. And okay. the, t- the tides will turn. I'm ready. I'm ready. The tides will turn. But I'm really happy for you. Very, very happy for you. Thank you so much. And I can't, wait, I can't wait to read and get to know you on a whole new level. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> um. So yeah, so that's the big news. The other semi-big news is I went to Trader Joe's. I mean, this could be bigger than turning in your book. It could be. I mean, it, I it was for the first time since the pandemic started. I don't love going to Trader Joe's in normal times, mostly because all of their parking lots are terrible. Except the there is one sort of close to me that has a, a somewhat better parking lot. Anyway. Made it to Trader Joe's. Only had to wait in line for like seven minutes to get in. Not and bad. Then, and then once I was in the store, it wasn't really crowded. And there wasn't like a long line to check out. So you kind of do the waiting. They they kind of front load the, the waiting. And it was great. You know, I got a lot of Trader Joe's 
staples, like some chicken shumai that I'm going to make for Henry. Mm. And I got myself some vegetable spring rolls. Mm, yum, yum, yum. I love and Trader like, Joe's frozen goods. Yeah. Snow peas, you know, all the classics. And uh, I also got rose water toner. Welcome aboard. People are obsessed with. And I have never tried because I feel like you can't always find it. No, I think it sells out quickly. Yeah. So I was excited to see it on the shelf, purchased it, and I'll report back tonight on how my skin takes to it. Did you get any pumpkin flavored things? I did get some pumpkin ravioli. Oh my God. Okay, great. That Henry ate today and loved, like loved. (laughs) He loved them. And I was kind of like, what's not to love about pumpkin ravioli? I mean, tis the season. Exactly. There was, um, I think it was Alyssa Limperis, who's a really funny comedian who I follow on it online. And I think she tweeted about how like everyone gives Starbucks credit for being really into pumpkins, but like Trader Joe's is the true pumpkin maniac. It's true. I mean, they do have so much stuff in pumpkin flavor. They really go all out. It's like pumpkin chips, pumpkin nuts, pumpkin jam. I mean, it's nonstop pumpkin over there. Yeah, it is. The pumpkin industry, by the way. (laughs) Big pumpkin. (laughs) Big pumpkins. (laughs) That's all right. Just making up a big pimpin'. Oh, no. But that was really bad. That's like something I would do. I know. It's really bad. You're rubbing off on me. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Anyway, what were you saying about Big Pumpkin? I was just going to say that the people behind the pumpkin industry must be raking it in. They're all driving Bentleys somewhere. (laughs) Big orange Bentleys. Pumpkin covered Bentley. (laughs) Colored Bentleys. Seriously, like, who is behind, like, who is the pumpkin lobby? You know what I mean? Like, is there an office filled with people who were tasked to make pumpkins a thing? Mm, Interesting. Interesting question. I smell a conspiracy. (laughs) These are the kind of conspiracies that are productive. I mean, let's get to the bottom of this, honestly. Who is behind Big Pumpkin? And when did it start and how did it start? It was like the aughts. I need a deep dive on this. Okay. A deep dive on pumpkins? On just like, as you said, like the pumpkin industry. Pumpkin as a ubiquitous fall flavor, not just in pumpkin pie. I mean, I will do a deep dive, but you know who could really do this justice is Kate Kennedy of Be There in Five. I feel like maybe Kate? she's already she's already Kate, done this. are you there you listen to our show <laughs> actually you know who would be great at this in all seriousness is the proof podcast i wonder if they've done a pumpkin episode okay we've got to get on this moving on how are you feeling about self-care lately kate oh well dory in our notes that we write to each other i wrote i'm not even sure what self-care is anymore yeah <laughs> i kind of feel like i've lost it a little bit which is kind of a big deal. I just am like, what is, what is any, what does it mean? What does anything mean? Everything feels bad. Nothing feels good. What helps? I don't know. How can I care for other people? Like I can't help anybody. I just, it's just you know the dread and doom spirals that are very easy to like slip into these days. They they just tend to overwhelm. 
And, you know, yeah, I have I some agree. days where I feel good and some days where I'm like, uh, the entire West Coast is burning and nothing's being done and our planet is crumbling and yeah, humanity, like we don't see each other's humanity. I, I just, you know, I get into these spaces. Spirals, yeah. I, yeah. And, but I, I am a little bit like, what even is self-care? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. I mean, I think we're all exploring different meanings of self-care now and and the and the meanings of self-care have changed. But, you know, I think this is this is a worthy topic to explore in depth on another episode. I will think about this too. What does it mean to you? Or what yeah. does it mean now? Also, how has it how has it changed? Yes, how has it changed? Yeah. I don't know, Dory. I, I think one thing that has helped is that I've been doing some volunteering. I've kind of actually been like throwing myself into some volunteering mm. a little bit. And I do feel like that is helpful. One, because I feel like I'm making an impact in helping people. Yeah. And helping my local community. Like I think some so much of like the doom and dread is like on a global scale. You know, and the, this feeling mm. like I can't change, like I, I'm one but one person. But when you actually, yeah. when you do something very local, um, for example, we did our, my family did our intention this weekend of volunteering together. We made lunches for unhoused neighbors near us. And that ended up being really positive. And then there was a bit of a mishap and we made too much. So I ended up giving them out to some local people near me. And that was really positive. And I'm doing a lot of school volunteering this year, which I, I'm actually kind of excited about. And so I don't know. I, I was very into student government as a kid. And so I've always... Interesting. I never knew this about you. Mm-hmm. I was sixth grade class vice president, seventh grade class president, middle school president, 10th grade class president. Whoa. Kate. And then... <laughs> this is blowing my mind. How has this never come up? I don't know. I think I might have been something. I don't know if I was something in 11th grade. And then I was on our school. I was a member of the school disciplinary committee. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which I took very seriously because I was like a student representative and I, I was very into, you know, justice for students. Wow. I never did any student government. Really? Yeah. Oh, I gave speeches. I loved it. Oh, no, I was not interested. <laughs> Wow, this is one of those Venn diagram things where we are just not in the same Venn diagram. <laughs> Which is good. I think we need to we need oh, to I, have spaces I agree. where we But it's just like it, I I think it's fascinating that I'm learning this about you, you know, almost 3 years in that you yeah. were into student government. You're talking to all school middle school president Kate Spencer. Wow. I know. Wow. Get ex- I know. It's a lot. It's a lot to take in. It is a lot to take in. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. So I was like, I was getting really excited about some stuff I'm doing at my daughter's school. And then I was like, oh, is this scratching that old itch? Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Should we take a little break? So yes, now let's take a break. Okay. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. 
Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The superpower short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me Let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best 
with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Our guest today is the one and only Aaron Brockovich. Aaron, welcome to Forever 35. We are so, so, so excited to have you on the show. Hello. It's good to be here. So thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. I, I'm sure that most of our listeners are familiar with you and your work, but just in case there's like one who isn't, I'm going to read your bio. Um, <laughs> there's Aaron, always one. There's always one. Aaron Brockovich is the president of Brockovich Research and Consulting and the founder of the Aaron Brockovich Foundation, a nonprofit organization created to educate and empower communities in their fight for clean water. And she is the author of the new book, Superman's Not Coming, Our National Water Crisis and What We the People 
can do about it and hosts her own show on Podcast One called Superman's Not Coming with Aaron Brockovich. She lives in Southern California. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I live in Southern California on our smoky day today. Yeah, it's real, yes. real smoky. So we usually kick things off by asking our guests about a self-care practice. And when we were chatting just before the show, you said you love self-care. So we'd love to hear about what some of your self-care practices are, especially now during COVID and wildfire times. How are you kind of keeping yourself sane and comfortable? I really enjoy acupuncture and understanding meridians and energy and how we get blocked up and opening that up, taking a deep breath like I just did, being aware of what my body is telling me and listening to that. So uh, those are a few of my, my, they've been with me forever. And I find that throughout life, I'd have to stop and consciously make myself well aware I wasn't breathing or consciously stop and say, okay, maybe you should get some more information. Don't panic. I had to learn how to self-soothe, if you can believe that. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, practice breathing. I still have to do it today at 60. Uh, My practices involve, uh, as I'm older, uh, walking every day. Um, As I'm older, you know, um, good bone health. And that means I lift weights three times a week. My whole life has been about... Wellness. Um, I was taught the greatest gift you have is your health. And so I'm very conscientious of what I eat, what I drink, um, working out, walking, um, good chiropractic care, uh, acupuncture, meditation. There's a plethora of things that arsenals that I will little tools in my box that I will bring out depending on what my circumstances are. That's just a few things. Yeah. Um, Uh, You had to breathe after that, right? Yeah. I mean, the breathing thing is real, though. Like, I will sometimes find that I'm holding my breath and like hunching my shoulders without even realizing it. How do you do that then as an activist who, I mean, your work for decades has been fighting for people's lives and... You know, your your new book uh, is about the national water crisis, which is feels terrifying and daunting, but also you really give readers a way to get out there and, and fight. Um, so how, how do you balance those two things? Well, um, people who know me closely and work with me will tell you I have my days. Uh, this is usually where the F-bombs start getting thrown around, and I'm really reaching that point, and I'm going to disconnect. It's almost like I realize the minute I'm feeling overwhelmed, and I oftentimes am, that I take a step back. Uh, I may walk outside. I'll have a conversation with myself. And I bring in all these tools that I know that work that I implement. And that is, you know, my curiosity is a good thing. Um, Breathing takes anger down a notch so you can act better. So it's a moment to stop 
and get the noise out of your head. And it happens to me a lot. Um, I have thrown my phone out the car window before. Not that I am proud of that. I did go back and get it. But it becomes like I got to disconnect. And we're very overwhelmed with social media. So observation is important. Um, I have found and I've learned in my communities and we share in the book their stories. and, And you'll see that they too... Once they could, would stop to absorb information and kind of own it, then they would start to research it. And the more they researched it and the more they understood it, the more they owned it, the more they could get back out there and go at it again the next day. And so we don't have to be at a constant pace. I am, but I have to be super consciously aware that Dr. Google doesn't get inside my head or that I have every disease that I've just read and to get and separate fact from fiction. We talk about that um, and deceptions. And so these are some tools that you can utilize um, in your life to help you wake up and face another day tomorrow. But, oh, I have my moments. Um, I've allowed myself to throw myself on the couch and wail and cry for half a day. Here's the thing. Do it. Get it out. But don't stay there. Get back up. And I take and I let my family know. Uh, My daughter, she'll be here with me. And she's like, oh, your phone's ringing. I'm like, yep. And she goes, you're not going to answer that, which drives her crazy. I'm like, no, I'm not. Because I already know that I'm getting stressed now. And stress does a lot to our bodies. And I'm not, I'm choosing to calm down, to take a breath. And I can always return the phone call. So it's little things like that, that... um I'm aware of and I go through and I experience and I feel overwhelmed, but I also find myself feeling more empowered that I'm able to talk about it. And I think oftentimes we don't talk about things because we're afraid or we're afraid that we'll be judged or labeled or perceived as something. I've experienced that my whole life. And you got to know yourself and be able to have a conversation, even if it makes us uncomfortable and not be afraid. So I, I go through a cycle of, you know, I'm out there and then I got to reboot that I'm back out there. Well, you're out there now talking about your book, um, which really focuses on access to clean water. What what are some of the concrete, concrete steps that you suggest people take to advocate for cleaner water in their communities? Well, they they amaze me. So, you know, um, I can start here with, you know, uh, step one is consider this your invitation. This conversation being on the podcast. Um, So many people email me and one, I think they're looking for permission to get involved or am I on the right track or what do you think? And should I say something? Well, I'm going to definitely give you permission for that. And what I've learned is what we really look for is support. 
And uh, these communities, when we give them that permission, if that's what they feel they need, we give them the support and then they have the support of their community and they take off. We've seen it happen over and over again. I will say here, 99.99% of the time, it is moms. Mm. And it's usually been that they've had a family member, a spouse, a sister come down with cancer, a child that's sick. They're not being listened to by their doctors or they're being told this isn't that, that they will often come to me. And sure enough, they, they've got that instinct. And I think this is something that's really very important. We talk about in the book too, you know, logic, which is your common sense. And moms are real good at this. And they're like, mm, no, see, I don't think so. And they stay with that. And it's, they listen to their heart and and what they know because see they are the person that's experiencing whatever issue it is and they'll they'll hang real tight with that so support uh take this as your invitation to get involved um we talk about step two which is knowing your power and this is where you know don't be afraid to look something up don't be afraid to ask a question Because this is a really critical step towards wanting to make change. And know your power means you know your information, you know what you've researched, you know what you've asked, you know what you have found out. Step three is obviously, as we talked about earlier, just getting really curious. You know, we can't we can't address these problems if we can't even acknowledge we have a problem. Yeah. And we do. And that's one thing that we want to share with you in Superman's Not Coming. But get curious about where your water is from. This just happened with a reporter. She took I Am Curious and she called and got her water quality report and unfortunately found out that she had some pretty significant levels of hexavalent chromium in the municipal water. So curiosity can lead you to a lot of places. And we talk about step four, that separate fact from fiction and deception. And there's a lot of deception out there. Attend meetings, show up at city council, find your cause, own it, and show up. You know, it's easy to want to blame them, but oftentimes they're just in there by themselves talking because we, the people don't show up. So get out there and start separating fact from fiction, what you've heard, what you think you might know about a situation or deception. And um, don't be afraid to show up and to have that discussion. Five, step five is about speak your truth. Um, Find allies across all sectors Rally and support in your community. And I'll tell you, one individual starts that. The collective is super powerful. Step six, keep the pressure on. And that's one thing. Whoever they are on the other side is going to bank that you're going to go away. Oh, no. We could talk about stick right here. That's Which your I word. learned at a very young age. stick to I'm a dyslexic. And I would oftentimes come home feeling quite defeated. And my mom would always tell me, I've got to get my stick-to-itiveness on. And I'm thinking, what the hell does that mean? But my mom was a journalist, sociology major, 
great command of the English language, brought out the Webster's Dictionary and read me the definition. Noun, propensity to follow through in a determined manner. Dogged persistence born of obligation and stubbornness. And I'm like, oh, I own this word (laughs) because I am stubborn, (laughs) determined, and dogged. And my mom taught me, we're not born with stick-to-itiveness. You have to develop the habit of persevering and not giving up just because it's easier. I never forgot that. And putting the pressure on is your stick-to-itiveness. It is starting a petition. It is engaging local media, radio shows, podcasts, having a conversation, getting the word out there. In Hannibal, Missouri, they had lead contamination and they got organized like that. They made signs. They actually got to know their neighbor. They went door to door. They ran for city council. They changed the law. They now have lead-free water. And so put on the pressure. And during all of this, it's important, and this really goes to a whole lot of what we're talking about today, shield yourself. When you find out there is a problem, you now have the knowledge, whether it's water, what filtration to use, you know, whether it's an air pollution issue and possibly, you know, not opening the windows or making that phone call and putting the pressure on and at the same time shielding yourself. I mean, look, we're we're in this whole pandemic situation and, and a mask. It is shielding yourself is to protect yourself and until the problems are further resolved. Step eight is just, I really think we're all at the same place. No more no's. I'm not going to take no for answer or response. Continue to press elected officials. To be honest, keep the line of communication open. And step nine, again, really goes to wellness. That's celebrate. Honor yourself. Honor your journey. Honor the courage and the effort it took for you to speak up, to rise up, to engage a community, and be really proud that you made that step towards a better environment. And when you have a better environment, you have a better you and a healthier you. So applaud yourself. What a great, uh, that seems like a step that is often left out of things, especially in doing this kind of hard work. But I really love that that, that you include that. We, it's really important, you know, water becomes kind of the metaphor. I, I think, you know, I got involved in water and with all the water problems, it's like, you know the ocean, how it erodes rocks because it just keeps hitting and hitting and you peel back the layers. I have learned in my my work with water, I am part of the environment. And each time the water erodes, I feel like as I get involved, I pull back a layer of myself and I can see where I need to shore it up or what I need to change. Um And water is life and we are water and we've become so disconnected from the environment. I'm, I'm worried we've gotten disconnected from ourselves. Uh, 
you know, you mentioned your dyslexia and I wanted to talk about your community health book, mm-hmm. which maps self-reported environmental issues that people send to you. And I love the story of how this kind of came about that you were having trouble keeping up with and kind of processing all the emails that you were receiving yeah. on your website. And so you started mapping them because you kind of needed the visual. Um, mm-hmm. So tell us how that project has evolved and what its impact has been. Well, the project, um, as you said, got started, I would get a lot of emails. And by way of example, a mom would write me about an issue with her child and, and she just thought it was odd and was concerned and, you know, again, hesitates to say anything. And, you know, what do you think? So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm not sure. Um, it's like finding a needle in a haystack sometime. And so it, it's in my mind. And then two, three days later, I have another email from the same town. And I'm like, didn't somebody write me about this just a few days ago? So I started running queries on my computer. And lo and behold, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't think I even recognize that pattern. It's recognizing a pattern. Um until I pulled up the queries and I would have 10 emails. So I started to just plot it on a map with Google Maps. And for every community that contacted me, you know, if there was five or eight or 10, I'd put it on a map. And I turned around one day and I was like, uh, okay, well, like I've got 350 dots up there. See, it's a pattern. I see a pattern. And we're all really visual and we don't always recognize things because we don't see the pattern or we can't see the big picture. And so I, I struggled with, you know, how, how to get this information out. So the map became a place where people could self-report. And right about this time when Senator Boxer was still in office, um, her environmental committee had the NRDC, myself, and a young man by the name of Trevor Schaefer up speaking. And she saw the map and was like, whoa, wait a minute. It, why do we not know this? And, I, you know, I'm like, well, a host of reasons. Maybe, you know, somebody didn't recognize the pattern or somebody's too afraid to bring it up. But here it is. And so she started working with Trevor, who was a young boy that was testifying that was had brain cancer. And many of his friends did. And he survived. The others didn't. So he vowed to do something about it. So as we're now getting further into, you know, policies, um, we have a moment to look at and reform the um, Toxic Substance Control Act. What was really interesting there was before President Obama left office, he put in Trevor's law, which is now a law. That should be implemented. And that is that our government have a national registry database. We think that we have one, but we really don't. Because like cancer registries, state by state by state by state, can report what's happening in their state. But they can't share it out there. And I don't mean sharing names and phone numbers, but the, the health information because of HIPAA. Yeah. And therefore, we could be missing data sets in the bigger picture. So this is why I've always been intrigued um, with the map. Now, it's going under some changes right now to just, it goes back to, you know, just got to kind of keep it simple because people are hesitant to put, you know, stuff on the internet. 
um, and have them be able to report and it doesn't have to be, and we'll be able to vet out somebody that might be just trying to throw in a number to, to change, you know, a game uh, on the map, on the back end. We see things that you don't. But I'm beginning to visualize the map as ways. We all know ways, right? Oh, yes. Oh, in LA, we definitely know ways. Yeah. And where you can say, okay, I... And at 12th and 9th Street and, you know, if water hydrant just blew. I mean, things like that, that other people could will report into, ah, oh, that's why my water pressure was low. I mean, you then you might see a collection of activity there that could actually, because you caught that, because of that information, a municipality can now respond. They can get appropriate communications out. Whether it's somebody saying, you know, I, I live over here in Duncan, Oklahoma. I'm on well water and I'm, I'm kind of concerned. I've had two people in my family and they don't have to go to that degree, but they could just pop on there and go, I live in Duncan, Oklahoma. I was just told I have perchloroethylene in my water. And if somebody else sees that, they can go, oh, my gosh, well, I live three miles from you. I've got the same problem. Then you might find 20 people now in a zone, and it allows us to see where you are. You know, we can't go in and, and find these problems if we can't see where you are, right, or where they are. Yeah. So we're in the process of turning the map that way without a massive health collection database behind it, but where people can report where we can get them to go, you know, on live, whether it's a flashing dot, 12 people just reported um, a Legionnaire outbreak. That's big information. So we can mobilize to get to that problem and fix it or find solutions to it. And I'm visual and Many of us are, and it isn't until you see a map like that that you even realize, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize that was going on. Mm. But at the same time, you realize you're not alone, and it's empowering. But we don't have any self-reporting. And I think because we don't, we are actually missing a lot of data and information. I want to ask you about the movie, Aaron Brockovich, which, you know, was a really seminal movie for so many people our age, um, and obviously of other ages. Um, but I know you've said that you didn't even expect that movie to be made, but I'm curious what just generally, what impact did the movie have on your own life and your work? And what do you see as its legacy now? Well, I can't believe it's 20 years. Well, I began my work when I was 31. The film came out in the year 2000. So I was, 40. Oh my gosh, 20 years has passed. Uh, and I am now 60 that we're still having the conversation, which is, I just can't believe that we still are. Uh, I guess I don't know. Maybe I had that idea too that Hinkley was a one off or that Flint would never mm-hmm. happen again. And yet I clearly well aware that they're everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and so it's, um, I'm really proud of the movie. I almost feel that, you know, Steven Soderbergh is very visionary 
then in some ways it came out before it's time. <laughs> I don't know because I mean, we are so in the thick of this conversation and all of it, the, like the perfect storms come together. When I went out to Hinkley, the perfect storm was coming together for me. Uh, I had to put my courage in forward, my stick to believe in what I saw, um, my compassion, my empathy to look around and go, okay, uh, wait a minute, all the trees are dead, the animals are covered in tumors, the people are sick, the frogs have two heads, the water is green. What is going on? And I honestly think we are there right now. It's a, it's a wake up and there are so many things happening. And we're like, what is going on? And so the movie, Steven Soderbergh just did it, a great job because he was able to see that the issue was affecting or could affect all of us. And at the same time, we all have a, a very common denominator, this planet that we call home. It's so interesting as we talk about wellness and when we become present again and look at the journey on, on which we've all been is that self-preservation is that self-love why we get up and do what we do. It is born of that love and to be more forgiving of ourselves and love who you are. We've been so trained that you have to have this education or you have to be perfect or you have to fit into this box or you have to dress this way or talk that way. All of this stuff that has just gotten in our head and we're terrified that were imperfect. And I've been terrified most of my life because I'm a dyslexic. But I will tell you, it is my imperfections. It is my not being perfect. It is having a disability that became my greatest gifts. Erin, mm, that's a beautiful note to end on. I just think that's such, such great wisdom for our audience. Thank you. Well, you know, I truly love people and it breaks my heart to see that we've lost, we've lost hope in a lot of things, but to feel, lose the hope within yourself and how we can light that fire again Yeah, within yourself. Yeah, that's so important. Well, thank you for that reminder. I mean, that really is... It can feel really hard to do it, but I, you you inspire me to really to keep the hope alive, honestly. Yeah. Well, I thank you for having you know a show like this because I think that there's so many things about wellness that we often don't want to talk about or we go to a doctor or we find out we have this or we're afraid or we're ashamed or to say something. And I think to 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 support and be there and and love and most importantly have that courage within ourself to I'm okay that I'm not okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, that that's what matters. Yeah. Okay. Is your perception of you and the love you have for yourself. And then that spills over um, to everyone else. Well, thank you again for coming on. Well, thank you for doing the show yeah. and this podcast and giving people an opportunity to share their thoughts and ideas. 
Yeah. And just a reminder to all of our listeners that Erin's new book is called Superman's Not Coming. And her podcast is also called Superman's Not Coming. And her website is erinbrockovich.com. You can head over there and check everything else out. But just, you know, remember, Superman isn't coming. And I've also figured out Prince Charming is not coming either. Oh, You know what? I'm I'm still gonna go out there. Yep. We gotta have you back on to give relationship advice. It sounds like <laughs> that's hilarious. My kid, really, my kid. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a conversation that could really scare me. My kids, you know, are married and, and grown and gone. I'm a grandmother of four, and uh, <laughs> they'll have a fight or something. I'm like, yep, yeah, nope, not nope. Don't talk to me about that. I mean, because <laughs> I'll send them right back to that something that you have to you know address and um yeah no that's a frightening well as we know i've been divorced a few times mm-hmm. <laughs> well Aaron, thanks again thank you so much yep. it was great speaking with you oh yeah, so fun likewise. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. Visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Well, Aaron Brockovich was was a was a trip. You know, the, this one I I did the thing I like to do sometimes with my husband, where like we're in the kitchen and I'm just like, "Well, I'm interviewing Aaron Brockovich today," just to like <laughs> drop it on him and see what he does. <laughs> he was like, "What?" Oh, like, gosh. "Yep, she was cool. She was cool. She's she's fascinating." And you know, I thought of I was thinking of our interview with her when I was feeling kind of like frustrated with the world, like. If Aaron Brockovich can get back up again, like, all right, I can. (laughs) Like, she's out there fighting hard every day and has been for decades now. So, yeah, it's so true. (sighs) Anyway, that was really fun to get to talk to her. It was. Um, So how did meditation go? Oh, I didn't do it once after we talked. I okay. did it. I did okay. it that day of the recording. And I was like, okay. I love it. I'm going to meditate. Well, I, did I do one more? I might have done a second, I, I, but like, it, it, no, it didn't stick. That being said, though, I'm going to try to do it again this week because I don't know. Am I allowed to do two? Yeah, sure. This is our podcast. We can do whatever we want. I know that's true. You're right. I guess I do produce this podcast. <laughs> I think I'm going to do it again because I really, it feels attainable and I feel like the impact is beneficial. So I'm going to give it another week, three short meditations. Okay. I'm, I'm into this for you. All right. Okay. Now, namaste to you. Did you do restorative yoga? So I, I said, I think I said I was going to do it three times in the same way that you said you were going to meditate three times. I did it one time. I did it this evening, right before we recorded, right after I turned in my book, I was like, I think I finally felt like, okay, I can do restorative yoga. I'm finally like, I can be relaxed enough to do it. Mm. Isn't that weird? Like this whole week, I kept being like, I should do restorative yoga. But like, I was, I was working all day, working all night, like so tired. I, I was like too tired to do it. I couldn't even do restorative yoga because I was so tired. And so, and I just wasn't in the right headspace for it. And then finally today I was like, I'm going to do some restorative yoga. And it felt so good. Oh, good. Yeah. So it's, it's so interesting how like your mind has so much influence over what your body does. Oh my gosh. Yes. And your body holds onto emotions and feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely like a good release. It was only a 20-minute class, but it was like really, really helpful. And this week, my intention is to just like not think about my book and clear my head. I don't know what that will entail or what that means exactly, but that is just what I intend to do. How about just like no work? Uh, Well, we still have to do the podcast. (laughs) Yes, yes. But I mean, aside from this, like no writing. 
Oh yeah, definitely no, no opening writing. documents. Agree. I'm yes, fully. None of it. None of it. Yes. I won't I won't do any of it and I will really try to do some things to just like relax because it's been a very intense like 6 weeks. Yes, it has. I mean, I, I, I say this as your friend. Yeah, I mean, it's a big project trying to write, you know, 250 pages and yeah. make sure it's in a shape you want it to be in. And Yeah. <sighs> so, anyway. <sighs> oh, and just a reminder to everyone that you can pre-order my book. Please do pre-order my book at linktree slash Dory Shafrir. And that's L-I-N-K-R. No. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Dory Shafrir. And also please, also please order it from your library. Yeah. We got a, we got a a nice message from a listener who ordered it from their library. Oh, good. Yeah. 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 Good. I love that you made a link tree, Dory. You're really uh, putting yourself out there. Oh, thank you. Well, it was just like the easiest way to just like get a bunch of links together because like some people want to order from bookshops. Some people want to order from Amazon. Some people want to order the audiobook. Some people, you know, it's just like I, I just wanted to provide links for everyone. You got to make a link tree. Yeah. <laughs> got to make a link tree. All well, right. Well, I think that brings us to the end of this old show. Well, I'm happy to be here with you once again. Same, same. <sighs> mm, well, you know the drill. Forever 35 is hosted and produced by Dory Shafrir and Kate Spencer and produced and edited by Sammy Punio. Sam Reed is our project manager and our network partner is ACAST. And we will talk Bye. to you very soon.